Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Trackside with Randy and Terry. We are so excited to be here to talk about the championship weekend that we've just uh, blown through. I guess, Randy, we've we've blown through the championship weekend. Now the real season begins, right? Uh, the silliness is, uh, yeah. I mean, I I think uh, I think with with us trying to keep up, we're already a couple laps down. We got to get going. <laughs> well, you know what's kind of cool is over the years we've kind of bounced off each other, and sometimes you'll say a word that bridges to the next subject, which is a few subjects down because we got a lot to cover. But silly is a key word, and we're going to say one more thing. We're not going to get into it yet, but we're going to say the word silly, and then we're going to say truck race, and that's all for now. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll dig into that. We got conspiracy theories to talk about. We have lots of stuff. But first, Randy. I mean, you have been in the automotive business for many, many, many years, correct? Yes, sir. I have a long okay, you time. Still got, you got very successful dealerships over there, uh, you know, all this, right? Well, I would say it, I guess it always depends on how you define success, but we certainly are. We feel blessed, yes. Okay. All right. Well, that being said, uh, we are now in negotiations for the 2024 contract, our contracts, uh for trackside and so i'm wondering you know we've had all this stuff in the news with the uaw and all that i'm wondering if you maybe could get the uaw involved in our negotiations and we need like to get access to the jet back we'd like to have 75 percent increase in salary and a few of those things can you help 75 percent times zero still equals zero i think um so uh yeah we we probably we could probably do that yeah yeah Okay, well, I, I see the uh, Marcus pushed the red flag button, so this part of the, the program has now been censored. Just <laughs> of course be- it has. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be careful what you say there, no doubt yeah. about that. Uh, all right, well, I want to take this a second before we get Rusty on, and we're going to talk about Daniel, but uh, it's time to vote for the most popular driver. So I'm going to hit this again after we get off with Rusty, but, uh, you know, do you want to push that link right here? I have it right in front of me uh, so people can get on and vote, right? Yeah, you know, I, I guess maybe I haven't paid uh, enough attention over the years or this is brand new, but I I have not seen um, the... the uh, the other divisions, in other words, be the most popular, have a most popular driver award in the Xfinity series and the truck series before. And it may be that I just missed it, but um, it's definitely going on this year. Uh, for, and, uh, and if it's been going on in the, in the other two divisions before that, I apologize for missing it. But, uh, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been voting since it opened, and uh, Daniel's uh, – one of several truck drivers that are, uh, you know, vying for that most popular driver award, um, and the same for the Xfinity series. There's a uh, all the you know several guys that are trying to get that, um, and then obviously the one we all know forever and ever is uh, the Cup series. I, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. I, I, yeah, I, I it's, think. It's... Uh, go ahead. It's neat how they have it set up because, uh, folks, you can go to NASCAR.com forward slash most popular driver, or you can use your NASCAR mobile app. But 
you know, it's real, real simple. You click on that and all three divisions come up with all the drivers listed and everything. So it makes it, you know, just a snap, snap and you can get it done. So what were you going to, I hope you're listening, Rusty, because we need some votes. We're watching you, buddy. <laughs> so what were you going to say, Randy? <laughs> well, I, I think, um, you know, I, I think uh, you would normally think that uh, Chase Elliott would be the most popular driver. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would say that would be the odds-on favorite. Um, but you know, it's been some—it's been an odd season for Chase Elliott, with uh, you know breaking his leg, um, then getting suspended for a race, uh, and and then what makes it then even maybe a bit more uh, of a competition this year is. I think that Ryan Blaney is um, a real fan favorite, um, and and so for Ryan Blaney to come and uh, step up and win the championship, and um, you know, and, and already being a fan favorite, I think his stock went up a bunch. So I believe that uh, uh, there's a great chance that uh, Ryan Blaney could win both ends of that deal. He could win. The, he, he's already won the championship, and I think it's possible for him to become the uh, the most popular driver uh, this year as well. I mean, that's a, it's a monumental task to unseat um, Chase Elliott for sure, but I think it's possible. As far as well, I go, mean, I don't, go ahead. I don't know if you're supposed to tell people how you vote, but I certainly voted that way and for Justin Allgaier and Xfinity and Daniel Dye and the truck racer. Uh, Rusty, would you like to share your your thought on this? Hey, get out and vote. Let, I never did understand the fan favorite because I didn't see anything either. And all of a sudden every year this is the fan favorite, this is the fan favorite, this is the fan favorite. And some guys have had that, that title for years. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Randy, were you... We, we kind of bounced you out of there. Did you have anything else to say? Because I have a, a discussion that I've got to get with Rusty here. Uh, you know, we, we, we're doing a one-on-one with him today. Did you have anything else to add on this uh, most popular well, driver? I think, I think uh, the, the, the Xfinity Series is uh, clearly that's going to be uh, – that, one, that one's going to be contended, in my opinion, among several of the drivers. Uh, it's it's going to be a bit of a – Racing, and I, no pun intended, but the, as far as the truck series goes, you know, just based on the social media uh, power, if you will, um, Haley Deegan's got to be the odds on favorite in the truck series. What? <laughs> I didn't say that's who I was voting for, Terry. I said she's, you know, her, her following on social media is pretty significant and so if they weaponize that it could be that she could win that well i guess i should just be careful what i say back me up on this but i mean performance on the track has got to count i I learned that from richard petty himself uh, don't don't go down that road (laughs) (laughs) okay i'll Hey, you need to get Rusty on here. Hurry up and do it. <laughs> okay, so Rusty, uh, we're going to talk Governor's Cup real quick, but we got to we got to tell you a little bit of something because you know we are at the year year end, 
Uh-huh. And we are negotiating our 2024 contract for Trackside. And so in the last meeting, you know, all the big wheels, we have to go attend this meeting, this, this negotiation, if you will. So in the last meeting, all the big wheels pull up in their Cadillac cars, smoking big cigars. They put us in a smoke-filled room with all these big screens surrounding us. And they're going over all the ratings, and our ratings were good. They're going over our streaming because uh, we stream worldwide, and the Atlant- the, uh, the analytics were real good on that. Uh, uh, and then the the uh, podcasts, they look at all the clicks, and thanks to our audience for that. But a question that kept coming up from a couple of a couple of the guys, and there was three women in this meeting, Rusty, just so you'll know. So we uh-huh. have a very fair meeting. The big question keeps coming up is uh, what is Rusty going to do about dress code for 2024? So we well, need you first, to step up like, you know, step up to the plate, like at the bottom of the ninth in the world series and make some changes. Okay. Well, first of all, are we getting raises? <laughs> yeah. Well, Randy said, we're going to give you a big raise. <laughs> Double my pay. Yay. <laughs> no, I don't think he said, no, I don't think that's the way it was presented to me. Randy, am I wrong? No, Terry actually, Rusty, you, you, this is where you got on with us. He, he talked about seventy five percent, you know, higher pay, and I said, well, seventy five percent times zero is still a zero. So okay, I'm in. <laughs> That's why I said double. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, yeah. I was trying to get him to enlist his buddies at the UAW to kind of help us all out a little bit, Rusty. But well, you, you, you know, you know see. what's funny is we've kind of done the same thing to our pace car driver, EJ Wilcoxon. He keeps saying, I need a gas card. I need a gas card because he has his, his own little thing going on. <laughs> so at the banquet yeah. last year, we gave him two gas cards. There's nothing on them, but we gave him two gas cards. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a point. He didn't say how much needed to be on them. He just said he wanted gas cards, right? <laughs> and you know what? Here's what I'm happy to say. This is the calm before the storm. Last year was the storm before the calm. Did you get what I did there? Yeah. We didn't yeah, get we, to run I, the Governor's Cup last year because of Ian. I so wouldn't even, I wouldn't even speak that. Uh, it, 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 this is, you know, last year, we even dubbed the winner of last year Hurricane Ian as we go into the 58th. <laughs> so this is the calm before the storm, which will take any time because let me tell you something. This weekend... It is going to be incredible at New Smyrna Speedway. Um, some people might know one of the drivers. They watched him last weekend uh, vie for the cup. He's here. The car's on, on pit road. They're testing the whole nine yards. He's here. There's a lot of notable names here. The, there is the, the amount of talent that we have at this racetrack right now is incredible. And if you want to, if you want to come out and see what's going on, this is the weekend to do it. Uh, Ashley Moody, the Florida's top cop, a, attorney general, is going to be here Sunday as the grand marshal. Uh, it's it's going to be it, it's going to be phenomenal. Fantastic, fantastic! Well, you're going to have a big, big, big weekend. And do you want to share with us what the uh, in your mind what the weather forecast is? I, you know what? I was just looking at that a few minutes ago, and most of them are saying twenty percent. There's one that says forty-two percent. Here's what here's what I've told uh, ASACRA, who was our officials for this weekend. 
My concern is, first and foremost, the Governor's Cup. That's the most important thing this weekend. Then, secondly, it's our, our, our series that we have here. We have four series. This is championship weekend for them also. So that comes second. And the other stuff, if we can get it in, great. If not, we'll put on a race for them sometime. But in the event that the worst happens, that's what our priorities are. And that's not to undermine or, or let people think that we think less of the, of the small cars. But we've got cars from all over the place to run on these Supers, the Pros, uh, the Modifieds, and the Mod Minis. So th- th- this is their championship weekend for those series. And we, we've got to get those in uh, so that we can crown our champions for each of those divisions. Man, that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, it's going to be a big weekend. I know you're going to have great weather and lots of people coming to Florida, drivers from all over the place, like you said. Uh, Tell people how to get information for tickets and and what they're going to cost and give us that info. Yeah, tickets are online right now. You can go to NewSamarnaSpeedwayUSA.com and order your tickets, or you can get them at the gate. Feel free to get them at the gate. That way there's no extra fees or anything like that. Um, it, it's going to be a whale of a weekend. Um, this is, this is, you know, we bring in the ASA CRA crew to officiate this for us. Um, it, it's going to be, it's going to be a huge event. Um, the pits are, are crazy right now. Um, and it's just going to get bigger and bigger as the weekend goes on. So, uh, you know, you'll want to, you'll want to be here for this thing if you can make it. Of course, we're located right on the action corner of 44 and 415. Racing action starts Saturday night at 730, the 58th annual Florida Governor's Cup, Sunday afternoon at 2. And then, you know what? what's next? Be there! <laughs> well, it's going to be awesome. Saturday and Sunday both, ladies and gentlemen, as you heard Rusty say, and it's going to be a big weekend. I know you have a full plate. I know you're going to do a great job. Congratulations on a great season, Rusty. So are you going to, like, go into hibernation after this or what? Uh, no, we have to get ready for the World Series after this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just checking. Since we're paying you a lot of money, we want to make sure you're doing your job. You understand? Exactly. Hey, thanks for having us, and congratulations on another great year. Thanks, brother. I'll talk to you. Have a All great right, weekend out good. there. Thanks. See you. All right, Randy. Speaking of great weekends and a great season, Daniel Dye and the 43 uh, truck has had a great season and has got 2024 lined up to be another great season. Uh, tell us what you guys are thinking about the, about the season and about 2024. Then we well, want to promote the most popular driver again. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'd say if you look at um, – 2023, um, I think if you ask Daniel this question, he's going to tell you he's um, disappointed with where uh, we finished. I would tell you that it's only slightly lower than what I kind of said as a goal. This is tough stuff. Um, and and being in a new uh, race car, race environment, uh, different tracks, places we hadn't been, uh, learning the, the way they conduct the events. I mean, it's, it was, uh, you know, I tell people all the time, it, it's really his first year, it's his freshman year going to college. There's just certain things you got to do, and, and, you know, you're, you're going to have a, you're, you're gonna, it's going to be a challenge. Um, that said, um, lots of lessons learned, an awful lot. Um, 
you know, I think everything from um, him, uh, he definitely stepped up his game in terms of uh, conditioning over the over the Arca series. I think he knows he's going to step it up further than that uh, in 2024. Uh, he has to he has to get even better um, in terms of you know the the season. You know, we're very excited. Um, about going to work with uh, McAnally Higelman Racing MHR. Um, you know, there's a possibility that name could change, but it's going to be the same people. There's so much more already in place for 2024 um, than what we were, that what we had in place in 2023. You know, you got to remember GMS was going through a transition. They were trying to decide whether they were going to be a truck team at all, whether they were going to be a Chevy truck team or a Toyota truck team. So there's a lot going on. Um, we're, we're, uh, so we went through that with them. Um, McAnally had a really good year. They, uh, you know, Christian Eckes won the last race of the season. He, I think that was his fourth win of the year with McAnally. Jake Garcia, um, a rookie, but hey, he had more truck races under his belt than Daniel did because he had run some the year before. Uh, he had a good year, um, and um, so I think we're, we're we're excited for good reason. You, you add the fact that we had two Xfinity races with um, uh, Alpha Prime, uh, and I would call both of those successful. Um, both of those, they had to qualify their way in. There was no owner's points to get in. And really, we were supposed to run three, but as you know, Daniel got a concussion uh, in, in the, that crash fest at uh, Phoenix, caught up in a, in a, he was an innocent bystander in a, in a war going on between two other drivers. And uh, so he didn't get to race the third Xfinity race. Um, but gained a lot of experience in the two that he did. Um, had a really good practice session in the uh, Alpha Prime car, so we were really excited about that going into Saturday, but obviously you didn't get to do it. Uh, we will run um, a part-time Xfinity schedule in 2024, uh, and we're, um, we're, working on, um, we're working on what that looks like, uh, you know, with who, how many, what places. So... Um, you know, it's, uh, uh, man, a lot going on. You, know, you talk about silly season. You started this this with silly season. Whew. We're, we're in the middle of it right now. Well, and you get to see it from a little different perspective uh, than, than uh, in past years, of course, because you got Daniel involved and all that. So, uh, But the likelihood of some, some uh, possibly some more Xfinity races is, uh, looks like it might be good, huh? Yeah, I think that. Probably that number is going to fall um, between six and ten. Um, more likely, um, uh, probably uh, probably ten. Um, the um, uh, you know I, I don't know yet. I mean we've got several things in front of us, and I'm hoping to be able to come up with the answer to that. Um, you know, next week. But they'll be with. Um, we're, we're excited about the organizations that that we're talking to. Um, you know, for sure. Uh, there's uh, 
uh, you know, there's there's plenty of great opportunities. It's just trying. Part of it is trying to figure out our schedule with their schedule. Um, you know, um, it's it's tough because you know some organizations want to run full time, some run around, some do want to run part time. You know, one of the organizations that we're talking to, it's it's um, it's part time this year and full time. I'm saying this year being 24 and full time in 25. So, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's a lot going on, man. There's a lot going on. Well, Daniel's got to be excited about the future. Uh, he's a very young man, and I've you know, been racing since he was a little boy, and all these dreams are coming true. It's got to be an exciting time for him. A little tough on you, Dad, but uh, and uh, but for Daniel, it's got to be really exciting. Well, and, he, and he, he appreciates it, so that part's good. You know, it's always it's, it's good that he understands that he's, he's blessed to be able to do this. And, you know, we've got great partners. Honestly, Terry, it's, um, you know, Champion Container has been with us since we started ARCA racing. And as you know, SolarFit's been with us since we were quarter midget racing. And um, uh, Kicks Country has been with us for uh, much of the time with the, since we've been quarter midget racing. Uh, you guys certainly started coming out watching us. Uh, Halifax Health has been with us since we started full body stock car racing. Um, you know, and, and we've just got... We've just got a lot of great um, partners that have continued to make this, uh, you know, a really it, it, almost a community of uh, project, if you will. You know, you get people like Giuseppe's and Aero Wrecking and, um, you know, SMA Healthcare who join us really for the purpose of, of, uh, of advancing the, the conversation about mental health. Uh, as does Halifax, the Who's J Foundation, you know, um, the, another partner with, with Race to Stop Suicide, um, Heist and Metro Electronics, and it, the list is long and um, and much, but much appreciated. No one should be left out. Um, almost everybody believes uh, very much in um, the the whole cause of creating awareness. Um, it's education and ultimately making sure that there are resources for race to stop suicide. Um, it's done well, meaning that we've, we're, we are accomplishing that mission and, uh, lots of different speaking engagements to, to do, uh, as a result of that and, you know, website dedication to the cause and, you know, making sure people just, you know, you just got to know that this, Whatever condition you're feeling, it's not it doesn't have to stay that way. And um, you know there are good people around who care, and uh, we uh, we want to help. We definitely want to help. So it, it's uh, the the racing platform has um, has really uh, helped us advance the cause of race to stop suicide for sure. Well, what a great stage for it to be on uh, with, of course, NASCAR racing. Uh, a young man like Daniel Dye, who's, uh, uh, you know, through family members, et cetera, it's had some experience with all this to have him represented, and represented he has. I mean, 
racist up suicide going around the racetrack has gotten a lot of attention from a lot of people. So uh, congratulations on that. And it's going to be fun to continue to see that happen uh, in next year. No doubt about that. So before we go further, uh, one more time, we need to get your votes in for all of your, uh, all of your favorites in all three series, Cup, Xfinity and trucks. Uh, of course, Daniel Dye, we'd love to see you vote for him. I think he deserves uh, deserves it. Go to nascar.com forward slash most popular driver. That's nascar.com forward slash most popular driver. Or you can go to your NASCAR mobile app, click on it, and it'll it'll bring the series up and the drivers that are, that are going after it and so on and so forth. Uh, what a wonderful treat it would be to see uh, Daniel win that one, Randy. Yeah, you know, we, we, uh, we appreciate being a part of it, and uh, we appreciate people voting. You can vote um, every day. You know, right up to the to the day of the of the, uh, I think the 29th of November. So right. um, get your friends and and family members and get online and and, and vote. Um, I think uh, you know when you do that, you're not only supporting the the person you're voting for, but you're supporting the the, the sport in general. And that's so. So I think it's a win win. You better believe it. And you, you make a good point. Uh, voting will continue through midnight Eastern time on November 29th. And then the 2023 most popular driver will be announced on November 30th. So, uh, you know, jump up and that's uh, going to be a little more fun than the typical voting. No doubt about that. Randy, you are, and we've ta- discussed a lot of times over the years, uh, a NASCAR historian, been around it since you were pretty, pretty young. Uh, so this will hit a little bit hard here and, uh, I know it'll uh, make some sense to you and you, you know, who this person is a former cup team owner and crew chief Leo Jackson has passed away, passed away on November 6th. He was 90 years old. Uh, you know, uh, again, a name that I know that, you know, and <clears throat> we, over the years, we've lost lots of folks in, in this sport and, uh, we've lost another one. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember. I remember Leo Jackson for sure. You know, I, now to be to be clear, I was uh, you know I knew Leo Jackson the same way a lot of people did. That was just from being a fan of the sport and knowing who he was and knew knew who his drivers were and how they performed and all that. I, I can't say that I that I um, had the pleasure of having a a relationship or a friendship with him. I, that's not true, but. Um, you know, I've heard lots of Leo Jackson stories, and um, um, you know, good guy and really good at what he did. And um, uh, you know, I guess Terry, it's strange. You know, we think about our sport and the the people that we lose, and it's just I think we've we've just been around a long time, and uh, so have they. Uh, you go through it, and you watch the. Uh, some of the other sports and we lose people and um you know it's it's just uh i think you know i'll, I'll never forget this and I'll, i'm going to quote richard petty you started to do it earlier and i try, i'm glad i got you to go in a different direction but um <laughs> you know i can remember when adam petty died and um i thought for a moment just for a moment it wasn't for a long time i wasn't upset for even minutes, to be honest with you. But Richard Petty said that uh, part of living is dying, and um, and I thought for for a couple seconds anyway that that was pretty t- 
tough. Uh, but it was very true, and it's very yep. Richard Petty esque. Uh, yep. He's very, he's very much, he's very a very. Uh, he speaks the truth, and um, and I think that's sort of what. That's unfortunately that's what we that's what we what we experience, and uh, but still it is a loss. It's a loss, and you, the good thing about it. it it gives us that moment or moments, days and weeks that follow to reflect and think about that person and uh, the impact they had, not only in the sport, but in their community and their life and the families. And, you know, that's, I think that's the good thing um, when someone passes, right? That's, that's, that's the good thing. Yeah. You, you betcha. No doubt about that. Well, speaking of, uh, of focusing and, and looking at history, and I have a question on my screen. It says, what does NASCAR have in common with the Demolition Derby? <laughs> so we'll, go, we'll focus on trucks first. Um, number one, congratulations to Ben Rhodes, uh, who won that truck championship. Um, I must say, I think you were uh, as well on our feet as it looked like Grant Enfinger would take that championship and in my opinion deserved deservedly. So um Carson Hovar Hosevar slams into the back of Corey Himes and then uh, almost, you know, makes a mess out of him. Then Himes decides to retaliate and Randy Corey Himes is the one that got the penalty. I mean the whole the whole race was just Incredible. I'll let you comment on it in just a second. We're going to hear a comment from Tony Stewart first, but Hines uh, gets a $12,500 cash uh, penalty and um, owner's point, or driver's points, which takes him from fourth place to fifth. Uh, so, anyway, a sad state of affairs. And we've talked about this over time. And, and you being an owner and all that, it just seems to me sometimes it some of these guys should be responsible for some of the dollar amounts that repair these vehicles. But, uh, Mr. Mark, if you'd go ahead and uh, roll Tony Stewart was being interviewed uh, after the race, and uh, here's what was said and what he had to say. So here's Tony Stewart. Thank you, dear. There's been a changing of the guard. You know, we're looking at a championship four group. Larson's the oldest guy. I mean, you know. You were looking at him when he was coming up on tour, but I, I, it's just like we've lost your generation. You know, Harvick's the last one out of that group to go out the door. How do you assess this generation, and how do you keep this generation from being what we saw last night? I mean, can you know, do they need to have, like, pep talks from the senior guys, from owners, you know, telling them, you know, if I looked at your highlight real right now i'd tell you to you know find another day job i mean how forceful um do you guys have to be does ownership have to be because ultimately you're the guys that do the hiring good news i feel like it's self-policing from our side as owners because i'm not hiring any of those guys that were pulling those antics last night i don't want those guys driving our race cars because if they're going to crash somebody else people get tired of that after a while and when they get tired of it, then they start tearing up your race cars. And we're not the ones that are driving it and putting everybody in those scenarios. That driver is. So we're going to put drivers in that we feel like have their have their act together and, and their composure and uh, know how to do it the right way. And when you see those guys, then 
those guys get snatched up pretty quick by owners because we're all paying attention to what's going on in the truck series. But as much as they can make a name for themselves in a positive way, they also have the same ability to make a name for themselves in a negative way and make it to where we're not interested in looking at them anymore. So, so it gives you more time to focus on the other drivers that you think have potential. Randy, your, your thoughts on all this? Well, I think there's a lot to talk about this. Um, you know, would the truck series benefit from the wisdom of some of the drivers who um, maybe um, maybe weren't maybe didn't race as aggressively as the truck series? There's no doubt. I mean, I would tell you that it's the truck series is probably the hardest series of the three to have any level of success because it is a very hard nosed, very uh, tough place to race part of that is the length of the races i mean you know you're mostly 100 150 laps maybe occasionally it's a 200 lap race so it it's uh it's a short time to uh to to get there and you got to do so much of it on the track because you know the, the the pit crews are not even um you go, you go to the pit crew, you go in for a pit stop, and depending upon who you were able to get from the Xfinity or the Cup Series, the term pretty much is going to determine your track position. So you have to get your track position while you're on the racetrack. You know, I think there's, a, in my opinion, maybe a better way to do the pit stops is the controlled pit stop. So the way you enter is the way you go out. Um, but I, I, I think... Um, I, I do think what happened um, uh, at the racetrack Friday night was a very unfortunate, but there's more to it. You know, I heard you say uh, Corey Heim got a $12,500 fine. It's actually more than that because the position that changes from fourth to fifth will cost 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 money too. So mm-hmm. it's, it's more than just the twelve five. But part of this is, is that, you know, Car- Carson Hosovar – and I know everybody, lots of people like him, and that's okay. But he—he he is. This is—he's done this several times. Yep. And yep. Every time it's, hey, I screwed up. It's my fault. I, you know, um, sorry. I, those guys should have been in the championship, and I, you know, I took it away from them. I hate it for those guys. They just don't do it. You know, we had this conversation with uh, the forty-one, and you know. Um, Ross Chastain, right? We talked about this. Um, yep. Either, or is it the, not the, yeah, it's the 41, or is it the one? Yeah, it's, it's the, one the one for Chastain. One. Sorry, yeah, yeah, one. We talked and about I, Ty Gibbs last year, so yeah. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I'm just saying, just own it, right? Yep. I mean, if you're going to be that guy, then be that guy. But don't be that guy and try to be the other guy at the same time. So, um, but... You know, once that happened, then there was a series of everybody trying to to win the race. Everybody trying, a couple guys, couple guys trying to win the championship. Um, I I don't know. Uh, I have always felt like I, I would tell you that while all the focus was on this championship race, I've always felt like the truck series is like this. And so, would it be better if we if we dialed it back some? Uh, probably. Uh, is there a way to hold people accountable? 
I think that there, there, there should be. I've said that many times that if, if a, uh, you know, in, in, in Carson Hosevar's case, um, if he had to pay for the other guy's stuff, mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe he wouldn't be so aggressive. And, and, that's, and that's not just him. I don't want this to be just about Carson Hosevar. If every no. driver had to pay for the other guy's stuff, that he wrecks, maybe he wouldn't be. Um, maybe they would. Maybe this this level of aggressiveness would would uh, be dialed back some. Um, so, I, I would like to say one thing with regard to Grant Infinger. You know, uh, I I have a lot of friends in NASCAR. I I am disappointed that when the 16 hit the wall uh, before the leaders took the white flag on I think it was uh, the fourth attempt to get the race completed that they didn't throw the caution. Every other situation, there's a caution in that, in that circumstance. Right. Why we didn't throw the caution is beyond me. Would Grant Infinger have won the championship had they done that? I don't know. <laughs> We've talked about this so many times. You can't predict what the restart would have yielded, what, how that would have turned out. All I want to see is, look, if that, if this wasn't the fourth overtime attempt, would you have thrown the caution if it was lap 50? And I think the answer is they would have. And and so I just would like to see them be consistent and then let the racer, racer settle it. Grant Infinger did have newer tires. I do think he could have. He would have had an advantage over Ben Rhodes. But he still had to pass people. So, um that's that was something that disturbed me, but as far as you know, Tony Stewart's um, comments, I think you know he's an owner, and to some degree, what he says about self-policing, meaning those guys make the decisions, I think he's right. You bet. Do I think you bet. that? Do I think that he? Um, um, do I do I think that just saying it? I think they need to go and talk to these guys, and there does need to be some, um, maybe some penalty imposed, so that we actually can complete the races. Um, I, I I understand the frustration. I can tell you that if you think about guys over the years, you think about a guy like Mark Martin. That guy took care of equipment. Sure every did. driver, every owner, team owner in the in this Cup garage today would like to hire a Mark Martin. No doubt about that. Uh, He'd be a good example for some of these young drivers that don't seem to think too clearly. I mean, to me, Josevar should have uh, gotten a penalty as well. But in the sake of time, we'll move on from that. I know uh, Tony Stewart was very, very positive and complimentary uh, of Cole Custer, who won the Xfinity Channel. I would have loved to have seen Allgaier. It was a great fight down to the the, uh, the bottom. But uh, to have Tony Stewart go on and on, about Cole Custer and the quality of individual he was and type of race car driver he was, which was really nice to hear. So congratulations to both of those guys. And, uh, you know, NASCAR is looking at a lot of things, including the restart zone, which got changed in the Xfinity series and cup series. Anyway, that's another subject, but, uh, we're going to take a a break and come back and talk about Ryan Blaney and talk about a little bit of, uh, well, conspiracy. I know that's a new word for all of us. 
We are brought to you tonight by Daytona Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram, Daytona's Garage, Bush Beer, Daytona Beverages, and Daytona On Tap, Solar Fit, and Southeastern Sports. We'll be right back to listen to Trackside with Randy and Terry. It's almost Bush o'clock. A time for relaxing and unwinding with a crisp, cold Bush beer. It's the most refreshing time of the day. Wait for it. Three, two, one. Bush. Crisp, cold, bush. Enjoy responsibly. Bush beer. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, y'all, this is Chris from Southeastern Sports, 209 South State Street in Bunnell. Come and see the largest selection of in-stock firearms in Flagler County. 60-day, same-as-cash layaway. Got a huge used gun selection. Largest selection of ammunition. No matter what you need, we got you covered. Daytona's Garage is a dream factory where the improbable becomes reality. Being a dream of performance, design, or style, we make the blank canvas of your vehicle into a personal masterpiece. Detail, commitment, and craftsmanship transforms your dreams into something enjoyed for the miles ahead. Simple to complex, we're devoted to putting imagination into your driveway. The Daytona's Garage, your ride, our passion. Hi folks, Bill Gallagher with SolarFit here. Have you ever thought about utilizing solar power for your home or business? Well, there's never been a better time to plug into the sun and stop renting electricity. How would you like to let your roof start paying you each month? Give us a call at 445-7606, that's 445-7606, or visit us at SolarFit.com and set yourself free. SolarFit your life and set yourself free with the sun's free energy. Well, good evening again. Welcome back to Trackside with Randy and Terry on the championship. Well, championship weekend last weekend, going over the uh, the champs and uh, big big doings coming up in Nashville. Randy, I think both of us were pulling big time uh, for Ryan Blaney and uh, came down to the to the wire. Ross Chastain wins that race. Some great racing between those two guys. Uh, Ryan did slam him in the rear end. Uh, at that point, I'd like to know how you would react. So the captain. That'd be Roger Penske uh, comes on the radio and calms Ryan Blaney down. Ryan Blaney even said, you know, that the voice of this guy is very calming and, you know, the respect that he has, it really helped Ryan Blaney calm down, focus and, and go on to win that race. Uh, but good stuff and great to see the 12 who's been pretty calm, cool and collected and, and a great race car driver. I think again, uh, things might've changed as far as contention for most popular driver, et cetera. Congratulations to Ryan Blaney and to Ross Chastain. You drove a great race. Yeah, I I, I am thrilled. Um, you know, it's it's storybook for me to to uh, have been able to watch Ryan Blaney's grandpa race at Tri City Speedway and other uh, racetracks around the northwestern eastern Ohio uh, area, um, and then and so his Ryan's dad and I, Dave, have. We're, I've been friends for quite a while, texting uh, as it was leading up to this, and certainly the day that he won. Um, it uh, it's just it's hard to actually write all that stuff down. Uh, I think um, I, I would say to you, I think Ryan Blaney's a you know he's a really level-headed guy. Um, 
He, he's uh, he's not super excitable. Um, I do think that the momentum that he built, he talked about it himself quite a bit. You know how they did at Talladega and how what that did to their playoff run. I think it's way more than that. I, I think it's it's more than just how they got to the playoffs and how they were in position to win and. I really believe this is a career, and I don't mean the fact that he won the championship. Certainly, anytime you win your sports national championship, um, it's a big deal. But I think this is going to be, I think that was career win number 11, I believe, for Ryan Blaney. Um, I think this is the beginning of a lot more. Um I think Ryan Blaney realizes now uh, how good he is. Um, the um, uh, I know he knows how good Penske is. I don't think he's ever had any doubt about that. I think there was probably a little bit of doubt about how, in his mind, not in anybody, not in my mind, um, but about how whether or not he could get it done, I don't think that's there anymore. And I think when you take a guy with his skill level, combined with an organization that's with him, there's no telling how many races this guy can win. I mean, it's it's it could be uh, this could be the beginning of a dominance, in my opinion. Well, no doubt about that. I mean, the captain himself's got to feel pretty good back-to-back championships with the 22 and the 12, and, and you said it with uh, with Blaney's maturity and the way he's driving, plus Penske on his side, and now the confidence. You and I both know what confidence does to you in a sport. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be fun fun to watch. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Ryan Blaney's dad even came out and said that uh, he had dreamed of his son Ryan being a NASCAR champion since he was a little boy. So uh, you said it, you said it right. Storybook, all of this. I mean, both of us, I think we're hoping for this and uh, wow. It's fun to see it come to pass. Yeah. I'm thrilled for their family. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, this has created a lot of memories for me and uh, um, it's just, I, I think, uh, you know, Mr. Penske, there's so many good people in NASCAR. Um, uh, Mr. Penske is certainly one of them. The Blaney's being a part of that organization for sure. Um, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled for them. And you know, one of the things we haven't said and is uh, we know that Chevrolet won all the manufacturers championships in all three series. Right. But Ford won all of the individual drivers championships. That's right. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's that's a good point. No doubt about it. Well, you just never know what's going to happen in NASCAR. And speaking of that, you know, Randy, with big events, Super Bowls, et cetera, um, a lot of times conspiracy follows those. And, I mean, <laughs> Elections. I've seen at least 10 or 12 podcasts come across YouTube. And, you know, we I kind of follow a lot of the stuff that's going on. And, and uh, the, the conspiracy is that, one of the NASCAR officials uh, came to some spotters and said, hey, you know, lay off of Blaney, lay off the, the final four. Uh, I've got some audio from uh, one of the spotters, Brett Griffin, 
Mr. Mark will throw that up there, and we can hear what he has to say. And then I'd I'd love to hear what you have to say on this because it's a it's been a huge topic, almost a bigger topic than the championship itself. So, Mr. Mark, let's hear Brett Griffin. When Blaney hit Ross Chastain, Ross Chastain's spotter was fussed at by a NASCAR official. Really? Yes. The, the official went down there and said, what are you doing? And the guy's like, what am I doing? I'm trying to win a race. But he didn't want Ross Chastain to be, I don't know, racing, I guess, Blaney the hard. Thoughts on that one? Again, tons of talk. And, uh, wow, I guess something like that could happen, but it'd be unusual. Well, I, I, I think, you know, one of the things that um, Corey Hyam got fined for, or was at least uh, it was in the it was in the description uh, that said the pen, the penalty was um, how it uh, basically it's messing with the outcome of the race, right? That's right. that was one of that's well, I would say that's that's the same standard and i look i understand um that you you want to see and and the circumstances come up and you you don't want the quote unquote non playoff drivers you know getting in the way of the outcome of the those guys contending for the championship but if that's the way you want it then you just need to let the, those four run against themselves and right. i don't think anybody's going to come watch that so, and that's not a great TV event. So, uh, this this is the bottom line is that I mean it's just like the truck series race. You know, Christian Eckes won the race and Ben Rhodes won the championship. And so, should Christian Eckes gotten out of the way and let the 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 twenty three and and uh, the ninety nine, you know, get out in front of them, let them settle it among themselves? I. You know, look, you, you knew this could happen when you decided this was going to be the format. I think, personally, it's part of the excitement. You know, these wins in this sport are extraordinarily difficult. I mean, they're tough to get. And, you know, you're, you're, when you get in that car on Sunday, and there's 36 guys, I think there were that day, um, in the field, you're racing the other 35 guys. I don't care if you got four guys with a different color spoiler and a different color windshield banner or not. You're racing everybody that's there. And if you have a chance to win the race, you should try to win the race. Now, I would say, hey, don't wreck the guys that are, that are in, the, in the event trying to win the championship. You know, be cognizant of what's going on. But... To, to suggest that you don't perform at your best, so that you're not, so that you aren't in the way, uh, that would not be good. And I doubt. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't there, so um, I don't know what the spotter said, or for that matter, what the spotter really meant, right? Because all we're hearing is that little piece. So, what was the context of his remark? I feel pretty good that NASCAR wants to see the, the, the event conducted like all the other events, and they want to make sure it's competitive, I feel confident in that. What he was trying to say or how it was interpreted, what he said, who knows? We weren't there. 
Exactly. Well, and uh, uh, there was a whole a whole uh, couple of podcasts on this, and, uh, and then those those spotters were on it, and so on and so forth. So you know, of course, NASCAR has come out and said, "No, no, no, uh, that uh, that's not the way it happened. That's not true." So you know, you don't you don't know, but I know. And uh, as we ran out of time, the uproar that let's say uh, Chastain let uh, Blaney win got out of his way. I can I can imagine the uproar over that. So anyway. Uh, one last thing before we run out of time, uh, Kevin Harvick does finish his cup career, uh, with a very emotional day at, uh, Phoenix, all the crew families, uh, uh, Harvick's kids, et cetera, all gathered around after the race. And, uh, you know, that some of it was, was shown on TV, some not, some of it on, on, uh, YouTube, but uh, a big deal. And pretty emotional, and it has to be emotional for Harvick after a great career. And uh, he is going to do a fantastic job in the Fox booth, though, Randy. I think he'll he'll make a big difference in the Fox broadcast. I, I really, I, you know, I'm 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 so happy for Kevin Harvick. Uh, clearly, a Hall of Fame career, no doubt about that. Um, and uh, and that he's walking away um, on his terms. You know, he's leaving with his health. He's leaving. Um, he can still do it. And there's nobody that can that would doubt that. Nobody that would doubt that. Um, right. So it's, he's not forced out by injury. Uh, he's not forced out by lack of sponsorship. He's made the decision. He's doing it on his terms. There's no doubt he's going to miss it. Um, but uh, I'm happy for him and his family and his fans and his partners and you know, what a what a great career he's had. No doubt about it. And again, it's going to be fun to listen to him weekly on the broadcast during the Fox broadcast. Last thing before we run out of time, North Wilkesboro, ladies and gentlemen, the repave is underway. I can smell it as we speak. So big time on that. Ladies and gentlemen, get out there and don't forget to vote uh, on your on your favorite driver. Get out and support Rusty out at New Smyrna Speedway the governor's cup this weekend it is a huge event and so much fun and you're going to have great weather to do it in meanwhile we'll see you right here next week on trackside with randy and terry see you at the racetrack everybody